one thing that I kind of been noticing a lot recently or thinking about myself is uh, how what people think about me maybe even on the train or not even thinking about oh what do they think about me but just I've been noticing I've just spent a lot more time by myself the past year and done a lot of people watching yeah never have I done so much people watching as I have in the past like year six months even sometimes I'll just go to the park just to sit and watch people which sounds kind of creepy but um I have been thinking a lot about the moments that I see that no one thinks anyone's watching them but it, but then I'm like I saw that yeah like uh this past weekend I went to uh Memphis to see mom and dad and coming back the next morning I had like a 5:30 flight and so I was had only slept for about two hours got up at 3 45 in the morning mom and dad got me to the airport so at that point I'm when I get too tired I just get delirious like I get past the tired point so everything I'm walking I'm in the airport I'm getting on my second flight because there were no direct flights and I thought I was just kind of noticing stuff about people and so many things were just funny that just because I was so tired but then this actually hilarious thing happened that I was literally the only person that saw these this interact okay. um, interaction between this old guy and this like young guy that was probably a little older than I was. So I'm walking down uh, the like we check in to the flight or the uh, you know scan your phone. We're walking down that thing that connects the you know what is it called? I don't know what it's called, but it connects the building to the plane. <laughs> to the plane. The pla- it's not a platform. I can't right, think of the word right now. So I'm walking behind this guy, and I kind of noticed he was stumbling a little bit. I don't know if he was like just so tired or whatever, but I kept seeing this guy in the airport before. I kind of saw him like walking to the same flight as me or toward the same gate. And then I saw him again when I was going to the walk into the bathroom and he was buying this iced coffee, but like the canned kind, because yeah. all the lines that early in the morning, have you ever been to the airport when it's that early? Yeah. Yeah. You can't, you, you have to wait in line for like half an hour at any breakfast or coffee place. Cause there's one open. Yeah. And there's everybody... one open and yeah. everyone there wants it. So he's smart guy, maybe getting the canned coffee or just compromising. And, uh, so I see him by in there, and then I see him again at the gate, and I was like, oh, he's on my flight. And then I'm walking right past, we happen to stand in line at the same time. I'm walking right past him, so I'm just kind of like noticing every like these little things about this guy. And uh, we walk, we're walking in between the rows to like to our seats, and I'm like, it would be so funny if I like end up sitting next to this random dude. <laughs> yeah. But right as I'm thinking that, he had, I think, finished his coffee but there were still some little drops left in the bottom and he like had his bag on one arm and the coffee on the other the can the leftover and he like slung his bag over about to put it up like above the seats and he slung his coffee thing and 
but it wasn't like full. It was like driblets. Yeah. <laughs> Spurt out of the can, straight onto this man, bald man sitting <laughs> right there in the chair, right, bo- like right in front of the row he's gonna go into. Yeah. And it just like smacks this man. The driblets oh. do like coffee <laughs> yeah. drops. Yeah. Onto the bald head, onto his shirt, onto the seat that he's on. Yeah. And I know that I was the only one that saw this because no one behind me could have seen where that came from. People, no one else is looking what's going on. So it's like this guy in front of me, the bald guy, and me. And in this situation, like, I'm the only person you really want to be at this situation. Yeah. Like, you don't want to be the bald guy, for sure. And then you don't want to be the guy that feels guilty that he, like, slung his coffee. But then I just sat there and got to laugh at it all. Yeah. Because the man, the old guy, he must have been, like, 70. So he just, like, is looking down reading. And all of a sudden, there's, like, coffee in his face. What did he do? And he just goes, oh, oh, oh. (laughs) And he, like, didn't know where it came from. And I don't think he realized it came from this guy. Yeah. Because the guy quickly just was like, oh. And I think he just tried to just be like, he just that froze. didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> just like, that That just, that didn't happen. Yeah. And the bald guy's trying to, f- he's looking around. Neither of them, like, know what's happening. <laughs> but I saw the whole thing. And so the bald guy's like, looking up at like the air conditioning trying to look around like his he's wet now so he's like trying to find a napkin yeah and he's just frazzled and then the guy in front of me is trying to get into a seat as yeah. fast as he can so the guy doesn't realize it was him yeah because he, he got away with it <laughs> yeah he totally did and so the bald guy is i'm standing there still and the bald guy's like dabbing his bald head <laughs> and then it's all over his seat. I don't think he realizes it's on the back of his seat that he's going to lean back and there's going to be coffee there. And he doesn't realize his sh- whole collar is just covered in splattered coffee, which he probably won't even notice until he gets home and his, you know, sweet wife, I saw he had a wedding ring on, and his sweet wife is like, honey, what happened to you on the plane? He's like, oh, it got everywhere. <laughs> like that one part of the shirt you can't see. Yeah. And you don't realize till hours later, you're not going to get that coffee out. Right. That's not coming out. And he, I, I mean, he probably would have looked, because if I, if that happened to me and I genuinely didn't know where this, this mysterious liquid came from, I would think that it had fallen out of the top of the plane, like the ceiling, like yeah. it was dirty water from like the pipes or, or whatever machinery is, is up there. And then it just splattered down on me. And you're like, oh, this sucks. Yeah. But this guy flung the coffee and then as quickly as possible hit that can. Yeah, like. that was that was the last piece of evidence that he needed <laughs> yeah. to do away with. When that first lady came by with a trash can, the first flight attendant with the trash bag, he immediately, he immediately. just looked at the guy, oh, made yeah. sure he wasn't looking, snuck it right in there. Uh-huh. And this, I, I, so I end up sitting behind the guy that flung the coffee on the plane. I was like, this is just too good. And the whole time, he kind of just like was really frazzled. He kept dropping things, and the woman next to me had to like pick up things for him twice to like. Wait, hand this it is back w- this is which seat. guy? The guy who flung the coffee. You sat next to the flinger. I, okay. I sat behind him. Okay. And then 
or behind and over from him. And he kept, he dropped things throughout the flight. And then there was this one point he like fell asleep with his head like down, you yeah. know, just like. <laughs> I mean, I do that. <laughs> like, <laughs> I find that so weird. I'm like, how do people I do, sleep? I do that all the time on flight. Dude, how do you sleep like that? <laughs> <laughs> There's no other way on a plane. Yeah, there are a million other ways. <laughs> no, not for me. Dude, and then he like, the funniest thing is seeing those people wake up. Because they're so pissed at themselves because their neck is going to hurt the rest of the flight. Right. You just see those people wake up and they're just like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> is that you just every time? No, not really. Oh, God. Well, this dude was. This dude was <laughs> pissed. It probably wasn't the first time he's spilled coffee on somebody's head. Yeah, I just kind of spent like the whole flight guy. just kind of watching this guy. He was hilarious. <laughs> I kind of just picked him out from the beginning. Yeah. And just watched all his fuck ups you, all day. You, not- <laughs> <laughs> you noticed something about him. Well, I mean, what was it about him at first? He, okay, this is going to sound funny, but like I s- was walking by him and I was kind of like, for a second, you know, when you like think someone's cute, but then you like take a second look and <laughs> oh, you're like, oh, wait, no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. So at first I was like, oh, he's cute. And then I was like, actually, no. And then I was like, he's kind of funny looking. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I'm just going to watch this guy because I kept interacting with him yeah. all morning f- for random reasons. Yeah. And then I was just ended up watching him all day. And by all day, I mean like a couple of hours all morning. Yeah. It was so great. <laughs> and the the first but the first the 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 first uh moment was was thinking, "Oh, this guy might be hot." Yeah, or yeah. might be. Yeah. But then it totally like after about a, a few minutes it was like, "No." And then it after a few more minutes it was like, "This guy's interesting." And then when we got off the flight at the end, he was walking like ahead of me and then he like a good bit and they stopped. And I was like, he's going to do something else weird or like funny. And then he he stops and then immediately goes over to this chair and starts looking in his bag for something. And then he just like kind of just like does this jerk thing, like as if he was like, fuck, I, I forgot something. And then he grabs his bag and goes back to the flight. So I think he left something on the yeah, plane. Yeah, <laughs> he's just a frazzled man. Yeah, and I don't blame him. Probably it was funny because when we were on the flight – when we were sitting down, he like pulled out these khakis with like a belt already put into them, and he was like folding them it back into his bag. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure he was like gonna go to work straight from the airport, or maybe like an interview or something. Right. And so, like, I think that he like probably in his head was maybe just nervous about. I had kind of come up with this story in my head of, <laughs> yeah, what, of what exactly guy. He, was, he was doing. Yeah, I had come up going. with that he was going to like go to this interview, for this job interview, and he was like super nervous about it, and he was flying from North Carolina and wanted to move to New York but hadn't gotten a job yet. I just like formed this whole story in my head about this person. Yeah, coming in from North Carolina for yeah, the Yeah, I named job him Jack. Interview. I forgot to okay. add that. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was just a jack to me. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> All jacked up. Yeah, like, <laughs> on his coffee. His coffee. Some of which is now, you know. Um, that was a long story, but my point was, well, there was no point. It was just funny. But 
do you ever like narrate somebody's life in your head of this person that you're interacting with for a little bit of time for whatever reason? Yeah, I think that's a you thing. I don't really do that. I think I know you've mentioned something like this before. Um, I find it. Yeah, so fun. I don't I don't think I do that really. Huh, Come up with stories weird. about people I cross paths with. Oh, I totally do it, dude. What what's like uh like commonly? Like do you Um like especially if I see like someone in the park, if I'm just sitting there and I'm seeing this family interact or like something like this happened to me once I was sitting in the park um and I was like watching this little birthday party happen and uh there was this little kid who there were, well I mean there're a bunch of little kids but then there was this one little kid that was way bigger than all the other kids but you could tell that he was like the same age he was just that one awkward kid that was yeah. just a lot bigger than the other ones and he was like running around chasing the other kids and like pushing them down literally bullying them bullied, and no yeah. parent was doing anything about it I was just watching this big kid like all the other kids are probably like 40 pounds and he was like 60. Yeah. And he was just pushing these like chasing the kids around. But it was like this game kind of because he pushed the kids down. They wouldn't cry. They would just kind of like get back up. But he was just going around pushing around the other kids. And so I kind of just was narrating that in my head. Just kind of weird things that I see. So what was what was that kid? in your in your fantasy what was who what was My the fantasy. purpose of of wrecking these kids pushing them around um i think i just kind of like this was a while ago so i can't i do it all the time so i don't even remember all the stories i make up this pro- i don't know if this i i guess i never really thought about it if other people do it um i just like i think it was something like I see a situation happening and I'm too far away to actually hear it or no one's speaking, but I, in my head, like to come up with voiceover and dialogue right. to a situation right. in my head Yeah, of what's going on or what could potentially be going on. Yeah. What, what, yeah. Yeah. Like what you're, uh, you see what you see and you're like what what could that what could that be yeah i find it fascinating yeah Yeah. and it's totally not anywhere close to probably what is going on but that that's what makes it fun but that's what makes it funny and i was telling you i think i've been doing this more the past like few years (laughs) just to like narrate (sighs) a more comedic way of it. it's always more like a funny side of it yeah i i know in high school, my uh, people would kind of make fun of me for this, but I think I used to do it some something like that more. I I just remember, apparently, I'd just be sitting in class, and you know, it would be some boring lecture going on, and I would just start smiling in the middle of it <laughs> with just like the biggest grin just looking clearly in another world oh but it would be because i was like i don't know there there was always something funny about 
You have something really else on your mind. Classes. Well, I'm looking at this it, in some cases, sure, but I'm also looking at this class. There's all there was just always something so funny about the most boring class, like <laughs> like there's just something funny about that. I don't know what it is, but the idea of like like sixteen year olds like being just a 16 year old guy and, and kind of looking around at the rest of the class as everyone's staring at, at the board during a chemistry lecture. There's just something funny about a really yeah, yeah, yeah. boring lecture. I don't really know what it is. No, totally. But in those situations, yeah, I would, I would like imagine the teacher doing something absurd. You know what? I explain <clears throat> this like these thoughts that I the best way to explain it is like in a movie you know when you're watching it and the main character has a moment where you're watching it and then suddenly something crazy happens and then it stops and goes back to the reality yeah and then you didn't realize at first that that was them imagining that that crazy thing happened right yes yeah that's the best way to explain sure no that that is and you have those moments in life where you kind of create that if only you had just picked up a book and thrown it at the teacher right and then yeah but then in reality you actually just sat there and listened to them yeah i guess i think there's a isn't that what um I mean, it's Secret Life of Walter Mitty. I only saw it once, yeah, but isn't dude, that kind of what that is? He's just like kind of escapes a, into his own head. Dude, that's such a great movie. So relatable. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that sounds like the extreme version of... of so extreme, yeah. but like I remember how like just completely understanding yeah, that yeah. movie. Where, and then I watched it. I think for the first, I think Ogo Carey was the first person who showed me that movie, but I watched it again with someone else, and I think I it was Ogo Carey was such a good person to watch it with because he kind of does that. Yeah. So like we <laughs> both were like, this is so good. Yeah. And then I watched it later with someone else who totally doesn't do that, and they like didn't get the movie at all. And yeah. I was like, yeah, I know why you didn't get the movie. <laughs> right. In that version, uh, that level of of fantasy you would have is unhealthy for sure but well i mean yeah sure but it depends on how you look at it you could have gone to the job interview with jack and (laughs) and then he nailed the interview (laughs) and you guys go celebrate with drinks after and then i'm like actually is hot (laughs) and it's a rooftop club and then a helicopter comes down and picks you guys up and then you soar up to canada and go skiing and i don't know you know See, when you started Canada, I, in my head, thought the helicopter, oh, we're going to go to the Grand Canyon and then take those donkeys down to the Grand Canyon. Yeah. You can go all kinds of ways. Even as I was describing your fantasy, you were already fantasizing about an offshoot of that fantasy. (laughs) That was so good. Yeah. That's what I was saying. There are like a million ways to go. I did it while I was cooking. Like. A lot of times I do it while I'm cooking. Yeah. I think that might be a reason I love cooking. Cooking is this mindless thing for me. It really is. I think that's the best way to explain it. You hate it so much, and it's just this mindless moment for me yeah. to do something with my hands that's different than what I've been doing all day. And I just go out, 
to lunch in my mind. <laughs> out to lunch. <laughs> yeah. That wouldn't be me cooking. I would just be having to concentrate really hard on like making oh. sure the recipe was being followed. Uh, maybe that's what running is for me. I don't know. Oh, yeah. So when you go running, where does your mind go? Or like, how is it not whenever I'm like running, I'm just thinking about pushing myself. Right. Not all exercising, but running in particular for me. I have to be very focused on like just getting to the next block. Like I see it that way. It's not this I can check out and just think, wow, my body is working this insanely hard. Right. Yeah. Um, no. Well, recently I've been trying to do just that more, actually, to just focus and be completely in the moment okay while i'm running and not let my mind flow because you see i i would that that's like my tendency is to like my mind will wander elsewhere and i'm trying to not do that why though because that would seem like it's a good thing because you look up and you're like oh it's already been a mile <laughs> well i mean that's one way to look i've actually found that i'm i'm actually better at when i'm when i'm completely focused and by focused, you mean... I just mean completely present, like not just enjoying the experience of running physically and okay. feeling the entire thing in the moment and not mentally checking out and going somewhere else. I, I not, I'm not saying it's bad for, for just in general for anyone. For me, I think it's just all wrapped up in like... Uh, it, it's just something I'm working on right now in general, not just running, but in general, not, you know, having more like not letting my mind want, like having more, uh, I guess, discipline with my thoughts. Cause a lot of times my thoughts will just go to really dark places because, mm -hmm. I, but part of that, part of that is, you know, inevitable. It always happened to a certain extent, but it's also like, figuring out how to just be like, no, that's not, you know, that's not real. That's just in my head. What's an example of like the way that you're talking about, or okay. What's an example when you were just out running before, were you more present or did you, were you like, did you check out? No, I, I feel this past run, I was I was very present. Okay, on times that you check out, how checked out are you able to get? I don't, it's a good question. It's like, because it, it's interesting. It's kind of the same thing, like, obviously, neither of us really drive that much anymore. But, like, you know, when you, you're driving oh. and you, like, and, you're like, you, oh, I'm home. And, and you're like, <laughs> oh, fuck, like, what? what was I doing for the last, like, five minutes? Yeah. Like, I was not here. But... But it's like you think that, but clearly you you had to have been pretty focused to stay in the lane in order to drive. Like, and if something had jumped out in front of the road, you probably that would have brought you back. Probably. I'm probably. not saying necessarily. Yeah. But it's kind of those those moments are like hard to dissect, I guess, because you don't really know when you're an autopilot versus yeah, and there's probably nah. some sort of spectrum of autopilot that you, you can, <laughs> that you can be That's on. That's so true. Um, 
I, I that was kind of a tangent. What, what, what well, was we I... were talking about. I was I was explaining my moments of being present, and then times that I'm able. So I was talking about cooking, and that's a way for me to kind of do something physical that I have to do anyway. I have to eat. I like to prepare it, but I'm able to just check out and kind of have these narratives in my head. Yes. And then you said that's what I do when I'm running. Right. And I think that I think the narratives in my head I am like trying to rein in the narratives in my head. Why do you feel like you should do that? Because they're not real. Real. They're they're not real. See, I like that. <laughs> sure. Sure. It, it, I'm not saying it doesn't feel good a lot of times. And and I I mean we're different. So I'm not I'm not saying that like I said it's not the same for everybody. I've just found for me I I don't I'm not comfortable. And I know I'm being vague. I don't really I don't know how I would go into the specifics other than like yeah, I'm not comfortable with uh like the narratives that I create and I'm, I'm, you know, I, I realize a lot of things about that. It's just complete BS. Like it's just complete BS. Like so much of it isn't real. But, but for example, while I'm cooking, what am I supposed to think about? Like I'm sitting in here by myself, like doing, uh, cooking, where where else if if I'm not thinking about maybe a narrative in my head, what am I supposed to do? What I'm not I'm not telling to. you. Sorry, no, you're not supposed <laughs> to. But what? Okay, say let's say a cooking was a thing or the running. Let's go back to the running. What do you want to? When you say I want to be present when I'm running, yeah. thinking about how you're engaging the muscles in your body while you're doing that. But your mind, where does you, where do you want, where would you like it to go? Well, it doesn't have to go anywhere else necessarily. See, I can't do that. Like, I can't just not, I can't, like, think about something else. Sure. I but there, there are lots that. of, there are lots of, there are lots of things that you can think about that are not, um, and again, not every like there are lots of things to think about whether it's remembering things or you know creating goals for yourself or like having dreams there's uh, there's nothing wrong with dream like dreams are a good thing but i think that there's also like you know kind of ways that i can twist things and like create a very self-centered world Whoa. in my own head that has like a dark side okay and i yeah. can i can be like oh no it doesn't but that's not really i guess the way that i the narratives that i create in my head especially while i'm watching i'm talking about the ones where i'm like watching other people and kind of making up stuff in my head that's i feel like i see as a way of in trying to understand other people's lives and what they could be right and i feel like that's a way a lot of times a way that i relate to people that i don't know i'm not saying at all that it, that's a real relation like a real relation to someone 
but I guess it helps me take my mind off of myself instead yeah, of just yeah. sitting and thinking about my own shit and yeah, me, yeah. me, me, and how can I think about my life right now? I can have time of just like, I'm going to think about that random dude over there. Yeah, yeah. And it gets me actually out of my own body and my own life to think for a second what that person might be going through. And I just twist it in kind of a comedic way to humor myself. I yeah, guess. no, I, I'm not saying that it's just because something is uh, a fantasy in your head is it means it's bad. Yeah, I'm just yeah, saying yeah. for me personally, with certain fantasies and thought and i'm not even talking about like you know super fucked up stuff i'm just like with certain things it's just this like focus that i have now being like oh i'm gonna like try to pay attention to what's going on Yeah, yeah um i'm not saying that every you know imagining is is like this bad thing that you shouldn't imagine things no i no, love no, i know what you're saying doing like creative, creative. stuff like it's, you have it's to important imagine. you have to have an imagination yeah. you have to have you know access to like you have to dream you have to like dream about things and so i'm not i'm not saying that's bad i'm just saying that there is another side to it that's all wrapped up. It's all wrapped up together. It's not easily like separate. separate. It's not it's like, not water like and there's oil. these ones and yeah. there's this one. Um, so it, it's fun because I, I wasn't even like th- considering like talking about this. It was just and it's hard to talk about because when you don't want to get like specific about it, yeah, I guess. The but, things you think about are personal. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So I totally we don't have to talk about specifics, um, but so. I think a point too, if you, I, I like talking about this, but yeah. if you want to move on, we can. No. But I think a big difference too is our jobs. Uh, like you work in a store that you have to be present to be able to engage with customers and like do things that take attention in that way. And in my job, I often get to sit and like plug in you know, sometimes music or whatever, but I'm like doing stuff with my hands. Yeah. And I'm not, I, most of the time I'm not having to like engage with other people. Yeah. So I think a lot of my day is filled with quiet, like just me with me with this thing I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I don't know exactly what your day to day is or like your hour to hour is, but it feels like you, have a job that not even when you're not writing like when you're at or if you want to say it at your job (laughs) 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 Uh, that um you have to be more present in that way um yes and yeah yeah i would say in general yeah um i guess at times like anything else not necessarily and and it's enough it's it's like um simple enough work that i can still be thinking about other stuff it's not like you know complicated stuff yeah. so i can still be thinking about other things but but yeah 
Um, that made me think of something I was going to say. Maybe it'll come back to me. Um, but yeah, I guess one thing that I, I've just been thinking about and that has kind of spurred me kind of like trying to develop a lot of it's developing better habits, um, you know, better mental discipline habits and stuff. Uh, and not that you can get, you can't get too into it cause you'll just drive yourself insane. Uh, but I do, I do think that a lot of stuff now and, and, and people joke about it all the time of like, like, um, yoga and like mindfulness are such trendy things now. And, but there's obviously some reason for that. And I do think a lot of people, especially the last year are, are kind of living in our own head or like living in our own heads basically. Yeah. And the result of that a lot of times is that like you start creating like a way of False seeing realities. things in the real world that like are not real. That's a really good point. Um, wow. And Dude. a lot wow. of that. And then you're <laughs> yeah. like clashing with other people in these like where a lot of the consequences are real and a lot of the stuff that's going on is real. But you can also like, again, like create like, you know, entirely fake narratives in my, I do, that's what be, I'm, I'm saying myself, like I do it all the time. Like I just, you know, I create fake stuff in my head. So I'm like trying to get, I guess, get to the root of a lot of that stuff and, you know, try to, you know, nip Have it in the bud. More self-control over it. Yeah. And yeah. I really admire that because I feel like you could help me balance that or have a healthier balance of my own, you know, narratives and my own, you know, mind space because I get really focused on there's so much out there that's messed up. Like I don't have as many like social media and the internet and there's so much crap there that's false narratives. Right, you know? right. I get so caught up in thinking about how I'm just avoiding all that stuff over there that I don't want to inter interact with because it's not healthy. And, like, there's that. But then there's also all that other side that's in your own head yeah, that you're yeah. creating. And I get – I'm, like, sitting here thinking, whoa, I should – I have so much self-control over out here, I feel like. But I don't really have that much self-control over what's in my head. Right, and right. That's like a really like exposing thing that I'm realizing right now. That like, <laughs> this is live. <laughs> like I'm having this really crazy like, whoa, that's so true. Because I... Like ever since you were talking about how you'd sit in a class in high school and and like start smiling because of you thought it was funny of being in this super boring class. Well, if I sat in a boring class, I would just like and it was something that I didn't care about taking in. I would just check out. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And mom would be like, why didn't you do well in your history test? Uh... I don't know. <laughs> Dude, I was the same way in school. Yeah. I yeah. mean, and, and I got so, 
and I've told mom this before, so it's not like new news, but I got so self-conscious of this around mom and dad or around people when I thought people could notice it because it felt like a waste of time or it felt like it looked like a waste of time. It wasn't to me, but I used to just sit in my room so much in high school and just think and just like lie on my bed, just mindless. And, but in my, but to me, there was a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah. But mom, I could hear mom walk down like, you know, our hall hallway when we were young, you could always hear people walking down the hallway. Yeah. So like I got a good like five to seven seconds from someone coming up the stairs and then walking out of the hallway to like get something out like I was doing something. Right. When reality, I was just like lying there thinking. <laughs> and then I'd hear someone coming up the stairs or walk down the hallway and I'd like get out a book or homework or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. To make it look like I was doing something yeah. proactive with my life. Yeah. But because I felt wrong just to sit there and think. And then I felt like I got more comfortable just doing that when I moved here. I got comfortable just sitting and being alone and not making it have to look like I was doing something. Yeah. Um. But but yeah. So and ever now I do that all the time. Right. But now you were talking about this, and I'm like, maybe I should like really inspect my <laughs> well it's like i said they're not easily like separable yeah, things yeah. and i think that there's there's a good side and a bad side to it like they're and i hate it's not not that it's always so simple as as that but um you know it's it's clearly that's like a uh creative like a creative minded person right right is uh i think just is gonna tend to to be that way um because that that same thing when you when you kind of go off like in a lot of ways that's how you think of something like a new idea yeah that's how you come up and you're with inspired by you're inspired by something yeah but there's um, you know moderation right, that i clearly right. don't have <laughs> dude yeah. i'm the i i feel you i feel so crazy ya. like i see i feel like a way that i hope that i like a way that i am interacting though i feel i mean i, I feel like i'm a very observant person yeah and that kind of draws me more that's reality like if yeah. you observe something yeah. That's reality. Like yeah. that's true. It's the the thoughts that come with it that you're starting to create and almost as filling in blanks. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's what you're yeah, and that's kind of part of but the But that's why the overlapping part. Like yeah. I I was sitting on a on the train. I was taking the L train to work and I sat down and across from me was this girl wearing a shirt with like Michael Scott and Dwight and Pam, like the whole cast yeah. of The Office uh, was on her shirt. And uh, um, she gets off at the next stop. And then we go to the next stop and this dude comes on and sits right in her same spot across from me with a Dunder Mifflin 
mask on. No way. I'm totally serious. <laughs> and I was like, and I yeah. looked around, but I was like, no one else noticed that. <laughs> yeah. You could have missed and it, that. And it yeah. Was, yeah. And it was just like totally a joyful moment to myself. Right. And I was like, literally no one else. And I was kind of had this moment where when you said that story about, uh, uh, what's his face? Uh, the podcast guy that you were watching, um, the oops guy. Oh, gosh, Francis. Uh, Francis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Francis and how he saw the, you know, he heard the horse thing, the yeah, song, and yeah. then bet on the horse and it won or whatever. Yeah. It was like that kind of moment for me, just on not the, not as big not, of a level, yeah, clearly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the uh, observation and how, like, you can experience, bring these funny moments to your own life by just literally observing things. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that's a big thing of how I get inspiration and observe like and like just comedic relief in my own life. Totally. And I remember when COVID started, that was a really like ter- I think that was one of the worst parts for me was not being able to experience life and observe things like just the littlest things I used to just pick up on and notice about clothing or things i remember talking to you about this of how that was one huge thing i really got overwhelmed by and depressed about was not being able to be out in the world just observing yeah. and just walking around right because i had felt like right at the beginning of covid everyone was staying home and i was like there's nothing to like look at around here <laughs> like do you remember this at all yeah not really no i totally uh, yeah, yeah. So I feel like that was just one thing that like maybe I just need to balance the more observations instead of having a cut instead of going to that place in my head of these narratives. Right. Yeah. A that, healthier that's, way to. Yeah. And sometimes I can like see the mo like see that moment that it turns, you know, um, when I'm just like following my own train of thought. But yeah, it's like, and when you do the, when you do um like have those moments where like the office moment on the train yeah uh you know you could easily been like you could easily miss that you know yeah no it was just like a weird thing that i just like hadn't told anybody about until literally this moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there's so there's so much going on. There really there there really is so much going on. Like, maybe that sounds corny, but like just you right in front in of York? you, uh, or, or just in life. I mean, I I know that I I'm not saying all the time, um, but sometimes, sometimes like there's if you if you kind of stop and like think about it um i guess it's like that what's that ferris bueller quote oh it sounds something like that don't stop and look around every once, once in a while, while you'll you can miss it yeah whatever <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i've no, seen it, that movie it, once so it, i mean it's you know. it's like it's kind of one of those it's like a perspective shifting thing almost i feel like like if i really focus on all that there is to observe sometimes um 
not that this is always going to work, but sometimes I realize that there actually is a lot. Yeah. So how do you, though, like, suggest that I start reeling in my, or, you know, if not that I, not that you would even think like that you need, you would, sorry, not that you would feel like you should do that. Right. No, I definitely don't. You don't. But just out of curiosity, how how do I then begin to have more self-control over my own narratives, you think? In a way, are you suggesting that I just kind of when I think that I'm going to start going to that place, I just distract myself with something else? How do I, like, you keep your mind from, like, just going down this rabbit hole? Because sometimes going to that rabbit hole makes me notice other things. Yeah, yeah. I think for me, and this is where it's like, you kind of just, there's no answer other than your life will just kind of, you'll you know grow and we're all learning and growing and things yeah um but i think for me one thing that makes it i I realize that i objectify people in my head okay and and then i like something happened things happen in real life and i like put things together and i'm like oh like things aren't matching up because i like that's not really how half of it is not true or real. Yeah, like I created this idea of a person in my head and that's not real. And I, I'm and but then I I I base the real person on this idea. And I I understand that we all inevitably have a perception and we're all just perceiving each other based on our own perspective mm-hmm. and that's just how it is. Yeah. But um I that does I can still like do my best to not do that to people because that has a lot of just like not good effects I feel like it's interesting because that you're talking about this the first the <clears throat> thing that really reminds me of is a um narrative that or a uh kind of thought process that happens to women when they meet a guy that they like this is like a notorious, I guess you can say notorious, thing that women do. Not all women, but sometimes happen, especially with women who are like really searching for a boyfriend or a partner or something. And they meet someone that they like online or in person, and they're so attracted to them, so they already know they have that, that they start in their head creating narratives of what their future relationship could be like, what this person is actually like. And then they've built up in their head so much about this person of who they are when they've maybe only hung out with them once or twice. Yeah. And then they believe they're this, they have this like overinflated image of what this person is, thus crushing the person under their own weight of expectation before this guy even really knows anything about her and then the girls become kind of obsessive over this guy who ends up just kind of ghosting them because they got they were like came on super strong yeah yeah that's happens all the time and i can't be like oh yeah that happens the other one because i it's happened before like with a guy that i feel like that i have 
thought that way about and I'm but I'm very purposeful in crushing that in my own mind when I feel that happening right all the there but other women just kind of let it run and then just have consistently like been disappointed by men because they think that in a way guys let them down when in reality they've kind of just built this non-existent person in their head this like fake boyfriend who never even really became anything yeah yeah there was a um a movie about this kind of um oh. um the Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Scarlett Johansson. I think it was called Don John. I'm pretty sure that's the name oh, of it. Oh, I know or what Don the movie is, but I never watched it. Um, but yeah, it's basically about this two people who they they start a relationship, but it's just about them, like how they objectify each other. So it's in the relationship, like... and from his from the it's like the you know he's uh a, addicted to porn. Okay, and that's so he kind like of like, sees her that way. Yeah, that's how he sees just women in okay. general. But yeah, that kind of like deteriorates his end of the relationship, and then she like uh, objectifies him in c- kind of more the way that you were talking about of just like kind of creating this this perfect perfect man. idea of a man that's gonna like be the perfect husband and like do all these things with him with oh, her that okay. she she wants so it's like fake reality like yeah i not... don't even remember what happens but i feel I, I remember thinking it was a good movie i don't remember what happens at the end but it's, i think it just is a wreck at the end and then oh, because, um but yeah it's a it's a good uh you know very relevant uh, yeah i've heard of it i've just never seen it so i mean I it's, it's a pretty it old about. not super old but like several years old i think yeah i mean i feel like I know that side of females because I am a female, but I guess I never really think about men doing that too, just in other ways or other parts of their lives. Right, yeah. But it seems like you do that. Yeah, yeah. I guess I think that women maybe talk about this more so they feel like it's just them, but it's cool to hear that, like, you do the same, like men do it too. Just like yeah. go off in their own yeah. head about things and overblow it. Yeah, than... yeah. I think in the past it, it kind of uh, gets kind of summed up with the sexual thing of just yeah. like, but then it's just kind of, it's, oh, that's what guys do, which I'm, is true, but it's like, it's way, you know, more complex. way deeper than that yeah way more all-encompassing obviously for everybody that's uh episode four <laughs> we made it to episode four of hi broomy uh bye <laughs> <laughs> goodbye <laughs>